Welcome to the Popular History Podcast. My name is Greg, and this is Some Stray Thoughts. Last night I had a bit of trouble with Audacity. If you don't know Audacity, you probably don't have a podcast, or at least you probably don't edit one. It's pretty universal, in no small part because the price is right, free, and it's versatile enough that I was able to get it to run on a Chromebook, which, well, getting things to run on a Chromebook is a journey in itself, in that case, it took using the Linux version, which, well, I didn't know how to use Linux before that, and I really, I still don't know how to use Linux, but those are the sorts of things you figure out when you want to do a podcast. Getting back to last night, my problem was solved fairly quickly. I wound up just installing the latest version of Audacity. Apparently, the version I had on the laptop I was using had become obsolete at least for my purposes, uh, while I was off on paternity leave. Now, I had noticed while wrapping up editing that the clock was getting towards midnight, so naturally I challenged myself to get things posted before midnight. But not being able to export my project to MP3 was a last-minute holdup that made me miss that mark by a few minutes. No matter. I didn't really have a deadline, for once I'd left myself open to get back to things when I was able to instead of promising something specific. So I finished up, listened to hear how the new studio space sounded, not quite as good as I had hoped, but not a bad start, and went to bed. In the morning, that is, that this morning, I noticed someone was talking about Pope John Paul II. Nothing unusual, as you can probably imagine, I run in fairly Pope-heavy circles. Um, but then, as I was, you know, doing things like re-listening to my last episode on the Hasmoneans and realizing that my audio quality had substantially improved with the studio space, at least compared to that particular setup, I was feeling better about that. But then I started to see more stuff on JP2, as he's often called in such Pope-heavy circles, and then I started to wonder why. Much like my file format question, that question was quickly worked out because I got it on the first guess. You see... JP2 is a canonized saint, and as such, he has a feast day. Today, in fact, it turns out, although probably yesterday by the time this actually gets posted. It wasn't on my radar. I mean, it should have been, sure. Dad mentioned doing JP2 for a youth ministry event earlier in the week, and once I thought about it, I realized he even referenced some date coming up as the reason for the choice, but typically a saint's feast day is the anniversary of their death, and I remember that JP2's death was in the spring, right after Easter. I remember that because, unlike most canonized saints, I was around for the death of JP2. I, I remember it specifically. I remember that last faltering benediction at the window. Went ahead and checked to see his birthday, another safe bet for a feast day, especially if someone happens to have died around Lent, that time in the spring that the church tends to keep feasts away from so the focus can be on, well, Lent. His birthday is May 18th, so no luck there. Then I remembered what did happen in JP2's life in the fall. You see, on September 28th, 1978, Pope John Paul I died after the shortest papacy in modern times. Karol Josef Wojtyla was elected as his successor on October 16th, taking the name of Pope John Paul II. October 22nd, it turns out, is the anniversary of his papal inauguration, making it a real sleeper candidate for a feast day since 
Really, he had already been Pope for nearly a week, and they don't even do the big triple crowning thing like they used to anymore. Okay, so that's clearly a sign, right? The Popular History Podcast is without a papal patron. I mean, yes, it's dedicated to Our Lady, but that's a given, and Catholics aren't shy about multiple patronages, and we've got lots of Pope saints to choose from, so we might as well pick one, and the relaunch happens to fall on a feast day of a well-known Pope saint, a feast day which is chosen specifically because it's the papal anniversary of sorts, if you squint. Well, it's not quite that easy. You see, of all the saints, at least of all the canonized saints, I have the hardest time with JP too. I don't know what to make of him. To many fairly sensible people I know, he's a hero. One who really should go down not only as a saint, but as John Paul the Great following Gregory and Leo and the oft-forgotten Nicholas. To many other fairly sensible people I know, he's a villain, canonization notwithstanding, and among that latter group are indeed Catholics who accept that he's in heaven because that's what him being a canonized saint means, and canonization is an infallible act. But in any case, they see him as a sort of proof that not all saints are to be imitated. You see, John Paul II's legacy is not yet settled. It takes time for events to go from news and politics to history and, well, more politics. I I don't really know where I stand on him. There are things I love about him, sure, but there's plenty to be worried about. With the massive abuse scandal that erupted at the end of his pontificate still making headlines, 200,000 child victims in France since 1950, according to a report this month, 200,000! What did he know? When did he know it? And what did he do about it? When his close friend, Legionaries of Christ founder and serial child abuser Father Maciel was under investigation in the 1990s, what did he know? When did he know it? And what did he do about it? Is it really a coincidence that Father Maciel was only publicly chastised after his friend's death? It's hard to say at this point. They say hindsight is twenty twenty, but the reality is it often takes several decades for such things to clarify, allowing for research and deathbed confessions and so forth. I mean, scholars just got access to the papal archives for Pius Twelfth last year, and that dude died in 1958. Technically, even that was early. The waiting period is officially 70 years from the death of the Pope, so we're scheduled to get a good look at John Paul II in uh, 2075. So yeah, JP2 is messy. There is no consensus yet. Not even much in the way of well-researched opinions. The things that need researched are, for the most part, sealed tight. And that's a shame. But for what it's worth, it's not necessarily sinister. I mean, it's not necessarily not sinister either, but, well, let's just say I'm not going to be covering John Paul II much. It's too murky. But on the other hand, isn't that kind of a perfect patron for this podcast? Papal history is complicated. It's messy. It's murky. There's disagreement all the way through. So, I guess in that light, the most murky of modern popes is a very suitable patron, I may be too much of a coward to really take him head on as a topic, but you know what? Sure. 
Pope St. John Paul II. Pray for us.